Hey, what's up everyone, and welcome to another edition of Little Man Big World, where we interview some wonderful people in our community that your children can look up to. Ever done a sports day with your family, friends and community? Well, most of the time it is pretty competitive, but also, most of the time, it's a whole bunch of fun. Today's guest, we sit down with Romero Tangi. Romero and his wife Nova started sporting events as a way to keep their family together across the city of Auckland. In this experiment, Nova and Romero launched Pop-Up Play. They identified a gap in local parks and community sports which saw the need for safe spaces and accessible environments for people to play. Through this, the family concept was relaunched as a broader offering open for all communities to partake in. So here's their story about Pop-Up Play and what it's like promoting play as a lifestyle to support well-being. Welcome to another edition of Little Man Big World. We are sitting here with my good friend Romero Tangi, who is the proud owner of Pop Up Play. Now, thank you, Romero, for your time. I really appreciate it. How you been, brother? No, thanks, bro. It's good to be here. Loving the the content you've been uh, smashing <laughs> out. So it's finding good. I get the get the interview to uh, get the call up. Get bro. the call up. So <laughs> no, thanks for having me, bro. Uh, all good. Um, so we'll get right into it, bro. So you. You grew up in Auckland, yep. did you? And whereabouts in Auckland did you so grow up? So I'm a proud South Aucklander. Yeah. I currently reside in uh, Manukau at the moment. Um, me and my wife got a house here last year. Um, mm. But I've been living in um, South Auckland all my life. So I moved around, um, grew up in Manurewa early, um, in the early days of my life. Um, and then moved around Papatoi. Um, stayed out west for a bit, but I always ripped um, Southside. <laughs> so. Um, I'm back where, where it all began and um, yeah, love, love Southside. Why do I think you're always a central boy, was it? Cause oh, because I, I ripped St. Peter's too, so <laughs> I, 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 me and Aaron go way back to, uh, to St. Peter's, so I've been around Auckland, but you know, traditionally from Southside, so went to school in Central, lived out west a, a little bit, but uh, my heart is always with South Auckland. And growing up for you and your family out in South Auckland, yeah. what was that like? Um, I guess, yeah, um, well... Guess uh, I'll start from the beginning. I come from a blended family, so I'm very privileged to have two sets of parents. Um, you know, I'm the eldest of ten siblings, and so um, for me it was, um, you know, um, two sets of everything. You know, birthdays mm. um, um, or family gatherings. You know, a, a normal Christmas day for us is chaotic, and so but that's just life for for me and the normality. Um, and so growing up was a bit of that, um, but also being able to. Um, yeah, I guess experienced different sides, um, you know, of my family, which was quite, um, yeah, I think it really shaped me into the man I am today. So, for example, you know, I lived out west for, for a little bit, getting to know that community, but also learning from my, my stepmother's family, vice versa, out in South Auckland, my, my other Tongan family. So I'm real privileged to be blessed with, um, you know, various families, and I guess that's why I'm the, who I am. Yeah, because like we we talk about it at st peter's that we're very privileged going to a school and it's similar oh, like st peter's but it's similar the way you grew up because you know you get that um you get into those environments where it's not just one set yes. of culture you know yes. you get to mix and mingle yeah. so you know that that's probably the privilege you've had as well yeah it? and i guess st peter for me was kind of the middle point so of, of my life too because you know, it's in the city. I'd come from west to the city, then go out to south sometimes. So I'll be lugging around my my, my rugby bag <laughs> and my books um, from one end to the Auckland at the beginning of the day to the other um, end of the day. So 
um, yeah, in terms of what you mentioned there around culture, um, yeah, I think St. Peter's helped mould um, yeah, mold that for me too and, and, and being able to be surrounded by different types of people but also being, um, you know, remembering my humble beginnings as being growing up in the South Side, differently, it's a different dynamic, uh, yeah. you know, when you're coming from the South all the way to the city but always remembering, um, yeah, I guess where I'm from and, and what I'm about, so yeah. So we'll go through, what primary school did you uh, Yeah, my first primary school was Pop Toy South. Yeah. Um, I went through there, then I moved to, um, went to Wellington for a year, went to a, a school called Lao Bay Primary, came back, went back to Pop Toy South, then Pop Toy Intermediate, um, and then uh, I went to St. Peter's. But funny enough, you pro- I probably never told you this, bro. Yeah. I, um, when I was looking for colleges, um, I, uh, my parents didn't want me to go to a, a local school, so we were looking at you know options in the city. Yeah. And, and um, Auckland Grammar was my first choice. <laughs> oh, sorry, mate. Sorry, on. mate. But thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, I got declined and I got accepted into St Peter's, and that was the best thing that happened to me. <laughs> and now, you know, that, now the rest that's is history. Of, yeah, rest, the rest is history. But um, yeah, that's a, a little story for you, bro. But that's where I ended up, and then um, I did my tertiary um, AUT. Yeah, and, and we'll, we'll touch on that now because you've done your tertiary AUT and you got a degree in business and in sport and recreation, yeah. correct? Yep. What was that like though? Um, yeah, it was a challenge. Um, I think um, at the, like, when, when I was transitioning from high school to um, uni, um, you know, I had that mindset, oh, all about rugby, all about rugby because yeah. I was playing first team and whatnot, playing the reps. And, and so um, my parents always encouraged me to... Um, always have uh you know have an educa- um, education in your um mm. to complement your um complement your rugby career and so finishing school um yeah I, I was in like the Auckland setup playing rugby training like you know semi-pro um, but also studying at the same time and my mindset at the time was uh yeah rugby I'm going to be a rugby player and I'm just having um uni in the in the background and so going through uni um it was pretty hard um trying to juggle that with rugby and the trainings and working too, mm. um, just to, you know, um, get that work experience too. And, and so midway, I think midway through uni or towards the end of my uni, it started, you know, it started to get to the crunch time, mate. Mm. And so I made this decision to not play rep, rep season one uh, one season and just focus on my uni because I was doing like five papers in my one sem and that coincides with, you know, the rep season. And so managing that was bit hectic and I made that final decision to not play rep and that you know really benefited me because I you know I actually did that was my best semester I got like A's in yeah. that semester and so um, having that discipline to be able to make that decision really paid off for me and and then my mindset kind of changed as I um, as I um, what would you say um, as I um, finished uni because I went from oh yeah, rugby is my career and and um, education is my you know backup to oh actually my career <laughs> is my forefront now and now I I love I still love playing rugby but I play for more for fun mm. and more for the camaraderie and also just to keep fit and so um, I guess that's how my uni career changed my perspective on um, yeah my career uh, yeah. yeah and so trend you pretty much transitions well bro because then you start up pop-up play back in 2019 I know it was a different name in the beginning and then you start up pop-up play in 2019 and I know it's a way to help connect your family in the area etc and then it branched out to what it is now but what was it like starting pop-up play 
Um, yeah, I guess it goes back to when me and my wife were still, so I was still studying uh, in my last year of uni and uh, we were both living in our own apartment in, in town. And so um, one of the things that, like we're quite family oriented people, mm. and one of the things that we're missing out was, we're, we're missing out on uh, our being active, but also missing out on um, seeing our family. And so we created, so there was this one day where like, uh, we made a Facebook event and invited our family members and said, hey, come down to Greyland Park and have, um, we're organizing some sports together just to, for us to catch up and have um, exercise. And so yeah. that was our excuse. And then um, we turned up to the park and only a few of our family members turned up, but um, still grateful. But then I, had, <laughs> I, I um, we saw the, the idea that, oh, actually at parks and stuff, um, people are missing their opportunity to um, engage with each other. Yeah. And, and, when, um, and also, for us to um, yeah have those moments like a like a pickup game of touch you know mm. having those activators there and so we we from that concept we developed pop up sports and so we developed that so the idea was we pop up all over parks play um, and have sports mm. and now we eventually changed to pop up play because sports is kind of um, I guess it's kind of narrow minded like people that only play sports yeah and so we we moved to play pop up play as a way to be more inclusive and so um where um you know anyone can play and so um that's that's how, how um, it started off and now we're, we're, we're quite active in the community well in our third year right now mm-hmm. uh, and we pop up we've been popping up all over auckland so i think if, I, if my numbers are right we'll probably engage with over three thousand um uh, people all over auckland and so that's been awesome to connect with, with those people so and then after so you touched on how you had you've been able to connect with all of these people but in order to start that um you know going from playing with you know organizing that family event and then going into the communities mm. what it is now what were the steps you had mm. to take in order to get because i know did you guys end up getting funded in order to yes, get yes. what it is now yes um, but so what were the steps you guys had to take to, to yeah, get there? so i guess you know when you're obviously starting off a business or any idea, it's your. I, I guess for me, it's about solving a problem, and mm. our problem was um, being able to connect people at parks or spaces whilst keeping them active. And so that's the idea. But creating it as a business is another story, eh? And yeah. so that that was the that was um, really big for me and my wife Nova is turning that um, you know solution to that that problem into a business model. And because one of the things that we wanted to do was uh, reduce the barriers. For people to access play yeah and so that meant having our activations for free mm. um you know um, letting people borrow our equipment and, and having staff paying for staff too and so we had to initially we um applied for some funding through uh, albert eden local board and we were blessed to be able to create that relationship with uh, Ma- uh margie watson who was the chair at the time and we just started off with 2k and 2k um really yeah yeah we 2k um yeah, obviously we exceeded our budget, but 2K paid for our equipment um, and our, you know, little bits and pieces of our, our branding, uh, and that started off our business. And and, and we had activations in um, obviously that that region at the time, so in Potters Park. And so, yeah, we had uh, we were paying for most of it out of our own pockets. And so I think um, because of that, that taught us how to, uh, yeah, because of that funding application, we we. Um, learned a bit more about um, how to apply for funding. Yeah. And so, um, but also at the same time, not relying on the um, funding to sustain our business. And now 
we've become a vendor for Auckland Council, and so they contract us to to um, um, yeah to activate um, places in Auckland, and so we'll move from um, funding to becoming a contractor, and that's probably more sustainable. Yeah. And so for us, uh, putting our business hat on now is more about being able to package what we do, know what we um, know what we um, talk about, and being able to sell it to different stakeholders. Mm. And, and I think that's real important. Um, when you have a brand or whatever you're selling or whatever you, you know obviously believe in what you're selling but also know how to sell it to other stakeholders from different backgrounds and so that's what we learned and, and that involved us me and nova going to meetings with auckland council pitching it to them and one of the one of the funny things was um the funny things one of our first meetings with um, a dude at council he was like oh yeah how much and, and, and we were like, oh, we had a pitch, but we didn't know actually we how didn't much. Put any numbers? Yeah, we didn't put any numbers in. So that was a learning curve, knowing your numbers, yeah. but learning how to play with your numbers too. So know, knowing your cost and then your margins. And so if you know that at the back of your head, you'd be able to negotiate and 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 whatnot. And so those are some of those little learning curves, knowing your cost state, yeah, and, and then knowing your margins because you know you want your business to be profitable, and so. Knowing those margins, you get to play with those when you're negotiating. But it's it's tough, bro. It's it's like a lion's den when you're going in and negotiating <laughs> yeah. with these stakeholders. But um, you know, we wouldn't be where we are if we hadn't experienced it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So and how has um you like you said you've been going for three years? So how has pop up play changed your guys' lives? Um, yeah, I think um, we've become real. Um, uh, business orientated and in, in, in like our everyday lives like me and my wife have started other side hustles mm-hmm. um, because we're, we see it as a um, like I said before we, we see a problem and we have a solution to it yeah. and then we're like oh that's a business idea and then for example my beanie so um, I have another side hustle called that beanie guy yeah. where I make custom beanies uh, for people and so that stemmed off from me wanting beanies for my staff because I love beanies <laughs> and then I, sh- I was looking for a supplier a local supplier and they didn't have any and so I was like oh okay there's not really anyone in Auckland or that I know of in New Zealand that make custom beanies and yep. so I capitalized on that opportunity and now you know um, um, you know our business is pumping with my side hustle and likewise with my wife she she does um, during COVID she um, she did a course uh, for um, lash extensions oh, so sure. she did an online course and now she's uh, got a, a certification to be a lash I think they call it a lash technician, yeah. and so she has that set up, and so that that's kind of changed our way, our thinking, and in, mm. in regards to um, you know how pop up changed our lives, and obviously um, we have our own jobs too, yeah. uh, our nine to fives, but our businesses, our extra income, our passion, mm. um, and ways to grow, and so we don't make, uh, you know, in the early stages we don't make any money, but now that we're building those foundations, yeah. um, you know, setting up our accounting systems and processes, we're learning all of that stuff. I think come year you know four and five and pop up or we'll start making you know bank and I think that's usually what happens with um, small businesses. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely one of those things where you got to put in the hard work in the early yeah, years, yeah. you know, and you play the long game really yeah, yeah, than yeah. the short game. So now that's cool. It's um it's cool to hear the different perspective. You know, when I asked how has it changed your life, it was more the mindset yeah, yeah. and what to do. You know, so. and and it's it's actually helped us. You know. When we have conversations with people, we have those, yeah, uh, uh, they say, uh, growth mindset, you yeah. know, and we, we, I like to think me and my wife uh, have that growth mindset. And so when we talk to people, we encourage them to consider that. Like, 
I know that a lot of our, uh, um, you know, close relatives and siblings um, have these ideas, but they're they're too too afraid to take that next step. Mm. And that's all you need. And I think if we can if we can be an example for them um, to step out and say, hey, we can start a business. Yeah. Um, then you know anyone can do it, and, and I know especially our Pacific Pacific communities they have all these innovative ideas, but they just need that um, business mindset eh? yeah. to 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 go, take that next step. And then you know we're lucky that now um, that there's funding available to help set up a small small businesses, and so I think yeah if, if that was something uh, a word of encouragement for people is just just to take that step, yeah. eh? just that little push, they need yeah, that to little push. So. And we know business in general, and we'll, we'll go specifically with pop-up play. It's not always going to be, you know, unicorns and rainbows, oh, bros. Cool. So, <laughs> what has, what is the hardest thing about, you know, what you guys, you and your wife do, or yeah, what have, what did you find hard? Yeah, but yeah, what is the hardest thing about what you guys do? Um, I think uh, probably the hardest thing is balance between, mm. you know, obviously, uh, you know, my relationship with my wife, but also my family. Then the extracurricular stuff, um, you know, um, rugby on the side that I'm doing at the moment, and then my nine to five job, and obviously my newborn baby, and so balance is probably the most challenging thing, and I think that comes with organisation, eh? Yeah. Being organised, but also, um, I think a, a key thing that I learned through business, um, and um, is um, knowing your values, and mm. so. That was a key thing I learned through uh, We Accounting. I'll, I'll give them a plug there. Um, <laughs> they they really taught us how to align our values with our um, our personal values with our business, mm. because um, obviously if we, yeah, because we will attract people that have like-minded values. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, balance. I kind of went off a ta- tangent, <laughs> but um, life balance, yeah, yeah, is one of the most challenging things. And we like even last night. Um, Get finish my nine to five, and then me and my wife were doing pop up work right till midnight, and because oh, you know, it's whilst looking after our baby and making dinner, etc. So yeah, just getting that balance ready. Oh, that's cool. And I'll flip it now. What what do you enjoy most about what you guys do? Um, being able to empower people, mm. and so like um, one thing I learned from my mum was when you're a business owner, you it's a privilege to employ people, yeah. um, because you're looking after their livelihoods. Mm. Um, and so being able to contribute to that is first and foremost, you know, uh, an awesome thing to do. You're empowering them, but also being able to see people grow. So we employ um, young people yeah. that are either in um, in uni or um, just, yeah, most of our staff are studying. Yeah. And so this is a stepping stone because we know that they're going to move on yeah. eventually. And so we want to equip them with the skills um, to be able to, um, you know, learn a few things. But more importantly, um, I think in... And pop up, we um, we actually learn a lot of people skills, there, and that's probably crucial. If you think about it, um, in this day and age, where um, the people skills is what's going to get you up there. Eh? <laughs> yeah. And so, if you have the gift of the gob, um, you know you're quite lucky there. But um, uh, our our role um, for pop up, our staff have to regularly engage with the community, and, and through their growth, they um, you know influence others, and we see that flourishing. Yep. We see our staff. Um, you know, getting little kids to um, come out of their shells and, and join in. And, and so that's the real empowering thing. And that's why at Pop-Up Play, our big thing is connecting people. Yeah. And in a time and age where there's a lot of disconnection, yeah. you know, that's where our business is, is vital in bringing people together of different backgrounds, of, um, you know, different ethnicities, 
Um, and we've got classic examples of that happening. Like, um, you know, we, we've had some Muslim ladies come play table tennis, but they, they weren't playing table tennis. They just had a, they were playing hacky with the, the <laughs> ping pong. Board. And that's yeah. a classic example of, um, you know, bringing people that you wouldn't think they would interact in, in, in our, in our um, activations. And so, yeah. yeah, I guess that's what I love the most, um, empowering people. It's cool because you don't hear often of, you know, when you talk about hiring, you don't hear often where people hire stuff and they know that it's just a stepping stone for them to do better, yeah. you know? Like, it's very rare to hear that. So that's cool to hear, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, I think for me as, you know, um, as an employer, you put a lot of resource into this and you yeah. have to you have to realise that they're going to leave at the end of the day. So you mm. want to, you, you know, make sure when they leave, they go into higher honours, but also, um, you know, if they want to, can come back into a higher level. And yeah. so, uh, that's just one of the things that you have to consider when you're employing a staff. All right, and so you obviously, growing up or just starting um, pop-up play in general, or just your own businesses that you have, who's someone that you have looked up to or someone that, or people that you've gained great inspiration from? Uh, definitely my parents. So. My parents, they're both business owners uh, in their own respective fields. Um, um, so, and they're, and they're both in business with their, their, um, their um, partners. And so yeah. um, growing up in that environment, um, I've really seen how their work ethic has, um, you know, sh um, very, um, have, has very much flourished mm -hmm. their businesses and, and their growth. And, and so I, I really give credit to my parents uh, for setting the foundation for me and like, they, they had me when they were um, quite young too, mm. and they were juggling, um, raising me whilst study, studying and, and, you know, paying for a mortgage. And so um, that those humble beginnings has really set a foundation for where they're at the moment. Yeah, it teaches you mean work ethic too. Yeah, yeah. Too. and so I think, um, yeah, their work ethic is really, um, yeah, I really respect that. And if a young person was to come up to you today, um, because, you know, if the young person was to come up to you today and say, hey, look, Romero, one day I want to be someone who can actively um, bring the community together in, in terms of physical activity. And they said they wanted to follow in the same pathway or similar pathway to pop-up play or you and your wife. Um, what would you tell them or what's the key piece of advice you'd give? Um, I think for me, it's, I always encourage, especially young people, to get experience, yeah. work experience. If, if, you, if you don't know what you're studying, Get out, get get out there, have a get a job, mm. um, learn learn um, even if it's you know um, any type of job, and, and you get to learn those people skills on the go, and you get paid too, yeah. and so nothing beats experience, and you get to learn those life skills that you don't get taught in school, yeah. and so for me, um, get, um, get a job even if you're not um, you know um, not studying or anything, or if you are studying, um, find a part time job and get that work experience because that will pay off uh, in, in the in the future where. Um, and and uh, in regards to um, you know if you're thinking of a business idea, just be um, I think find a good network and and um, and find like-minded people. Mm. Um, find people that will make time for you, because those will those will be the people that will help grow you. And so um, if you're if you're that person that's oh, wanting to make that that next step, make sure you have that circle around you to encourage you. And so like being connected with Aaron and some of his uh, some of the other network that we have, you know that's something that's will be really um, good for you to help grow and so that's my encouragement for those who wanting to step out and, and pursue a, a business venture yeah because you reckon one of the hardest steps to start that next step is just 
stepping into that zone of it's course. just like just starting yeah of course yeah. and i think you need to surround yourself with those people that have similar thoughts to what you're having because mm. you can learn from them and and especially as a young person where you're friends with everyone yeah, yeah but you you know you'll find your real friends when you leave school the, the ones that <laughs> stick around and so um you know for the young people that are watching today um yeah find you know find your network you know <laughs> And um, so we're coming to the end of it, bro. Um, but so what are the future plans for Pop-Up Play and yourself and your wife? Um, well, I guess, um, well, we just started a new family, so I want to have more kids. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of Pop-Up Play, um, yeah, we, you know, we want them to be growing up in Pop-Up Play. And so in terms of Pop-Up Play, um, stay tuned. We're going to have a lot more activations. Mm. Uh, so we're currently working through that with um, some of the sporting trusts. So we'll be rolling that right across Auckland. And so stay tuned, follow our socials, um, mm. Pop-Up Play NZ on Insta and Facebook, uh, LinkedIn too, if you're on LinkedIn. Um, but yeah, we, we've got a lot of activations where we're going to come out to the community for free yeah. and, and um, showcase what play is. Cool. And how can people get in contact? Um, I know that you did mention it. So if you could just say it for everyone again, yeah. how can people get in contact with Pop-Up Play? Uh, if you need to get in contact with Pop-Up Play, um, contact us on our socials. Um, Pop up play NZ. That's our handle for both our Instagram and Facebook. Or um, jump on our website www.popupplaynz.co.nz. I'll make sure to link it, bro. Super. Thanks for your time, uh, man. I appreciate it, bro. Up, bro. Always good catching Thanks, up. Thanks, mate. <laughs> so that is it, guys. That is the story of Pop Up Play, and what it's like getting involved in these communities. If you wish to learn more about Pop Up Play and get in contact with them, then just head over to their website. Their website is www www.popupplay.co.nz Again, that's www.popupplay.co.nz And most importantly of all fam, if you found any of this content valuable to you or you feel like this content can be valuable to someone else, then please like, share or comment on this video. But most importantly, please subscribe to our channel. Don't forget to click that bell button, click that subscribe button, click that like button so you're always notified when an episode is released. But other than that, we'll see you on the very next episode of Little Man Big World.